Hello and welcome back, or if you're brand new, welcome to Relationship Rescue, the podcast. Every relationship begins with you. And I swear to God, more and more every single day, every moment of the day, I am. it's proven every relationship begins with you, with your reactions, with your behaviors, with uh, just what you think of yourself. See, because whatever you think of yourself is how you see the world and how you think of yourself is how others think of you because you're reacting to how you think that they think of you. Does that make sense? Oh my God, I hope so. Most likely not because it's hard to grasp that reality that everything begins with you. That even those toxic relationships you have a part of. That even staying in, um, if you're a secure person, staying in those toxic relationships, that still, then it's even with you then too. You know, it, it, every relationship, every reaction you have, every behavior you have, every single thing that you think comes from either your ego or your true self, your inner being, the wisest, most, uh, the, the most connected to God. It's in you. She's in me, right? So I, I will say to, so this is what I do when I lose. <laughs> You'll love this. So when I like lose my keys um, or an earring, um, uh, anything, when I lose something, in the house or in the, in, you know, in my purse or actually not my purse. I barely carry a purse. Used to carry a purse. But um, in the car, I don't know, whatever. And I'm just looking frantically like a maniac. Looking, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? And getting more frustrated with each second, right? Well, I'm not going to find it. And I never do find it. Never. Ever. Ever. Now, what's interesting is this. When I'm in a very good place with positive expectations, positivity, you know, when I'm not frantically looking for something, getting more and more aggravated by the moment, by the second. Um, and what I do now is this, okay? Okay, um, highest self, Heather, the highest, most amazing part of me, the one that is the wisest, the one that's just so knows where everything is, knows exactly what my next step should be, knows where I'm going to meet that next person I should meet and that opportunity and that is bringing the most divine beings that are ready for help to me. Because by the way, you know what? Oh, you think that my clients or even you right now that are listening to me, you think you're here by coincidence? You're not. You're ready to hear this stuff. You know, every client I, that comes to me and that I work with, um, and I've said no to plenty, I fired one in my life, you know, is they're ready somehow. And I'm always thinking, when, oh, how did God connect you to me? How did our two beings come to be together? Huh? 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 And I love it. I love it. Because you, 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 you're ready. So when I, okay, I'll say, um, highest Heather, most wisdom of all, the one that knows everything there is to know about me and to know the things that I have lost and where I've put them. Can you please point me in the right direction today of that lost earring or the pen or the thing that, you know, the light switchy thingy, which is what I did just now before I got on the, to cre um, create this podcast. And I said, you know, I, I'm really looking for this, this switch, the don't ask, that I, I really need it today. And I know you know where it is. So I'm just ready. I'm going to just wait for you to present in my mind that was, has been, you know, was cluttered when I lost it or when I thought I lost it. 
Um, and with, you know, a lot of emotions from the day and everything, I'm ready for you to just show me where it is. Okay. This is what happens all the time. Guess what happens? Literally. 20 minutes later, I walk into um, the guest bedroom. There's the little white switchy thing that I've been looking for that I lost in a days of confusion and high emotions sitting right where I should have seen it in the first place. It was right in front of me. Literally right in front of me. Right there. It had fallen to the floor, but it was right there. I swear to God, I looked at that place. I did. Have you, have you ever done that? Here's another interesting one. Get this. The other day, I was leaving. I, was, I wasn't running late because I'm never late, but I thought I was running late. <laughs> I was frantic. And I noticed... Because there's something about me. There's sometimes that I am a perfectionist. It's weird. When I see something and I'm like, hmm. And I walked out my door and I saw this flower. I really needed to prune it. I really, and even though I didn't have the moment, I couldn't handle it. I couldn't stand that that flower, that little bush needed to be pruning. I'm frantic now. Where are the pruners? Where are the pruners? Ah! Running all over. Can't find them. Can't find them. Literally, okay, this is... And I'm like, okay, Heather, you're not going to find him right now. Let's just go. So I come back that evening. And I pull into the driveway. And there's the pruners. But oddly, they're, the garage door shut on them. So you could see them out of the garage door and in the garage. I don't even know how the garage shut. Well, I actually do because you can't reach the sensor. And they're not small. How did I miss that? Because guess what? We get so frustrated, so anxious, so depressed, so emotional, and we react to everything, you know, irrationally, disproportionate to the situation at hand. And what do we do? We just get out of our head. We literally go, we don't, I don't even know where. And that's what happens with everything in your life everything so even lost objects begins with the relationship with you you have with yourself I could go on and on you know years ago I didn't know if I should go into teaching about you know positivity the law of attraction how you know God works within us how the laws of the universe or you know what I do because it's a it's a hard thing for me because I utilize my 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 thoughts because thoughts become things right and if you think of every physical thing you've ever seen it was non-physical first it was the thought first the airplane the Wright brothers just kept acting upon idea after idea uh Henry Ford I mean come on think of all the greatest inventors ever to walk this earth you know anything you see physical was non-physical first it was the thought and the difference between the people that make those thoughts things into physical things and don't is the confidence, their positive expectations that, you know, guess what? You shouldn't have attachments to expectations, but it's nearly impossible to not have them. So at least have positive expectations by basically saying, guess what? If it doesn't work this time, it'll work next time. And I'm going to iterate. I'm going to take what works here and I'm going to put it into the next step. But we don't do that. We give up. You know how you, you you know how you get back into positive momentum two ways either meditate or go to bed. 
Why? Because you stop the negative momentum. You have a chance to wake up with new thoughts, new, new, new energy, and say, I'm ready. Today's going to be the greatest day. That was the best 20-minute meditation session of my life. And bring it on. Woo! That's, you know, for me, guess when the best ideas come? When I'm running. Don't ask. But that's when they come. You know, every, you've got to start getting tuned in with yourself. Who are you? Tuned in, and here's why I decided to go with what I do, which what, what I teach, what I he, healing trauma. I had to decide on the healing trauma part. Why? Because obviously, I'm really. I'm gonna say that I'm. I am. If you're ready for me, I'm the best at it. If you're ready for me, I can make sure your marriage heals. If you're not ready to look within and do, through introspection through truth, you're not ready for me and I can't help you. Why do you think I, you know, you know, my free call with people isn't just so I can twiddle my thumbs and it's not 15 minutes, it's 45 minutes to 90. Why? Because I'm not going to waste my time if you're not ready for me because how you hear me here in this podcast right now is how I work with my clients. But guess what? Massive transformation and healing take place. Why? Because I care. Why? Because I know myself. And I know that every relationship I have begins with me. So that means every relationship with a client, with people in my group courses, with people in my membership program, with people, my obviously my, my family, my children, every relationship I have with my friends. And this is the same with you. I know everything depends on you. That's the truth. It doesn't take, by the way, two people to change a marriage. I only need one. And if the other one doesn't come to the plate, then the other one's like, oh, there's other things to be doing here, right? That's another day. But, you know, when, so here's some things that you've got to give up. And these are the things that I gave up. And these things, when I gave them up, got me off of the damn drama triangle board. I don't role play there anymore. I don't want to be your rescuer. I won't rescue you. I certainly don't want to persecute you, Okay. And I don't, and God knows, there will never be a day that I play the victim again, ever. If you're a victim, get help, because you're not. And it's pathetic, I'm going to say it, it's pathetic. And that might turn some of you off, but victimhood gets you nowhere, nowhere. And you don't need my pity. You do not need my pity. You need my strength. You need my love. And if I didn't love you, if I didn't love people, I would then be your rescuer. Because rescuing isn't love. It's enabling. Rescuing is, is just nothing but another unhealthy behavior. You're, a rescuer is as unhealthy as the victim. 100% so get out of your victim stories and get in your winning stories so so how, why didn't so why did again besides being the best at what I do and I believe that with 100% conviction if you're right for me and I'm right for you there's nobody better but I'm not right for everybody so I'm not the best with those people <laughs> I'm the best with my people but this is the truth you might not want to work with me. You might never want to go in one of my group courses, although I'm not one-on-one -on -one with you. But So what did I give up? So these are the things you have to give up. 
okay, to get out of victim stories, to get be, stop being the rescuer, to stop blaming anything, to actually be in love with yourself, to be in love with your life, to be in love with life, to be in love with like, I am alive. I am fucking alive today. I have so many things that are just amazing about my life. And you just get excited and the right opportunities and the people and the relationships all start to show up. But I couldn't teach you that if I didn't heal you first. Why? Because an unhealed mind cannot manifest what they, what it, they want, what it wants. It cannot. You cannot stay in positive expectation. It's impossible. When you have an unhealed mind, you will always go back to the negative thinking. And if you look, and why? Because you're always going to look at what is. What is now. And when you stay in, stuck in what is, you only continue to get what is. So if I, if, so it's like, that's why there's all these people in this world that don't believe in, you know, um, positive thinking. If you look at the Bible, you know, I, I, I've done this many times where there's all these quotes. You know, if you're Christian, there are all these quotes about law of attraction. Like equals like. I'll have to find him and do a whole uh, series on it. You know, the greatest philosophers talk about um, law of attraction. Albert Einstein. Okay. Genius. Eckhart Tolle. Oh, my gosh. What, what the hell? Let's. I mean, every, all of them. Benjamin Franklin. Winston Churchill. They will all talk to you about your thoughts and what your thoughts bring to you. And an unhealed mind can't stop thinking about what is and what was. So that means you're never going to get to where you want to be because you're continuing to think about what is and what was. And how does that, how's that working for you? How's it working for you? How are your relationships? How's your career? How's your life? How's your bank account? that's reality that's why every relationship begins with you for everything with your money <laughs> all of it so get right with yourself and the rest falls in place heal you know so what do you have to give up so what are the things that I decided one day I'm gonna give I'm giving this shit up I'm done and it didn't happen overnight so I, I, you know, when I go, when I work with my clients, we go through the exact process that I took myself through, but I did it myself at my kitchen table, my bedroom, sometimes with construction paper, the workbooks I've created are incredible. And I can say that because they are, because I've done the work, because I have hundreds of books, hundreds upon hundreds. The Amazon guy says, oh, hi, Miss Carter. Miss Carter, how are you today? Miss Carter. Here's another book, Miss Carter. I love him. Oh, thank you, more Amazon books. But before that, I was in Barnes and Noble and and uh, Border Books and anywhere I could get my hands on. So, stop making excuses. Excuses got to stop. So, what are the things you're going to give up that you have to give up to release your resistance to healing, to release the resistance to having the things that you desire and dream of and deserve? What do you have to give up to, and, and so you can start allowing? The things you want into your life. Well, first of all, you got to give up uh, trying to control the uncontrollable. Stop it. Stop 
I know why you're trying to control. One, certainty, everybody that's, especially if you've come from trauma uh, or abusive past or, you know, whatever, anything, most people want to control everything. Why? Because they want certainty. They want to be certain things are going to go away, be a certain way, so then they don't have to, you know, worry about it. If they're in control, nobody's going to abandon them. If I'm in control of you, you're going to stay with me. If I'm in control with of you, you're going to depend on me. I can rescue you and then you can't leave me. If I control you, then you will rescue me. If I control you, you'll rest me, rescue me in the right way. And if I don't, you know, if you don't rescue me in the way, right way, then I'm going to get you back in control by persecuting you. And if you're the victim and you don't um, do the, you know, do what I tell you as your rescuer, I'm going to persecute you and get you control. You can't control. Stop. Stop controlling the control uncontrollable. That is the one number one thing you're going to have to give up. How are you going to do it? Well, you can't do it until you heal. That's the hardest part, right? I'm going to give you the list. But it's going to be impossible to do in an unhealed mind. It's the truth. I'm sorry. I wish it wasn't true, but it is. You can heal yourself. I mean, I did it. It took me, you know, seven years. But, <laughs> but guess what? Because talk therapy wasn't doing it for me. If you're in talk therapy for, you know... Uh, you got to understand there are, you've got to get in touch with yourself you've got to really dig so when i say 7 years it didn't take me 7 years it was before that but like 7 years to get to a point of massive enlightenment of going yep mm -mm, no more yep and not being triggered and and or triggered once in a while everything changes right but it's it was work and by the way, I had to do a lot of iterating, a lot of trial and error. What worked, what didn't work. What questions probed my mind, what didn't. What were the exercises that I created that got me to get to this point? How did I figure this out? Books. I read and read and read and I still read all the time. So if you want to read and read and read, and you know, I'm talking, I've read every the greatest philosophers, personal development authors, um, and teachers, coaches, um, th psychotherapists, psychologists, um, spirituality, all of them. I mean, for God, 25 years now. If you want to do all that, then you can get, but you know what? Either just start doing that or do something so you can get the things you want. So again, number one, control, let go of controlling the uncontrollable, okay? You know, your determination, you got to remember this, to make things better for others does nothing but keeps you stuck. So, you know, stop paying attention to the things that bother you. I had to stop paying attention to the crap that, you know, because anything you want to control is better off without your control. And if you want to control it, that means it bothers you. That means stop paying attention to it. Sorry, got to do it. Um, you know, stop making excuses for your negative emotions. Stop making excuses for your behaviors. Stop making excuses for staying stuck where you are. Stop the excuses. Yield to the truth. Yield to the truth. Who are you? What do you do? What are your reactions? Where would you come from? How can you change it? Why are you, haven't you done anything about it? Why do you continue to live in an unhealthy, unhappy, unfulfilled marriage? Why do you continue to allow your attachment style to attach to other um, dysfunctional, insecure people? Why haven't you healed? I don't know. Yield to the truth. Yield to the truth. You know your truth. I don't know your truth. I only know my truth. Heather's higher wisdom. That's all I know. I don't know yours. 
You do. The realities do not serve you when you focus on them. Reality of what is right now does not serve you when you focus on it. So if you are saying right now, I don't have enough money. I'll never have enough money. My money, my money, money, money. I can't save money. I don't have enough money. I hate my job. I hate my job. My job is so shitty. I'll never find a great job. My job sucks. Oh, my spouse. Fuck my partner. She or he is just this. They do that. They do this. They do that. I'll never have a good marriage. I'll never find the right person. I'll never, 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 never. And you're right. You will never, never, never. You will never have enough money in your bank account. You will never have a good marriage. You will never have a good job. You will never start that business. You will never raise the greatest children that you want to raise because you're teaching them what is and what is sucks. So what are you going to do? Whoa, this is tough, isn't it? I get it. I get it. But now, you get it. You better get it. Because now you don't have an excuse. I'm literally telling you like it is. Tell the story of your worthiness. Tell the story of what you want. You know what? I, I, I don't love my job right now, but I am grateful for my job because I know my job right now is paying the bills. It's getting, keeping the food on the table. I'm paying my car. I'm paying my rent. I'm doing this. I'm whatever. And I know that the right opportunity, the right job is right there and I'm ready for it. I'm so excited for it to come. Thank you that the right job is about to present itself or, you know, and then you go look, you look, it might just come, but all of a sudden you're looking and whoa, there it is presents itself. I don't know, but I can tell you if you just stay stuck in what is, you're just going to stay stuck there. So why don't you tell a different story about what do you want it to be? You know what? I'm grateful for the money that I do have in my bank account. It might not be all the money that I want or, or feel I need, but I know more of it's on its way. It's coming. It's coming. I can feel it because the new job is coming and my relationship is going to, is improving. Because I'm improving. Because I see the good in me and I see the good in my partner. I don't need to have him or her go heal, but I do. I need to. And as I heal, as I stop my reactions, as I stop my behaviors, as I stop and blah, 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 that's what, things get better. Yep, they do. They automatically get better because what is a relationship? Nothing, you know, a toxic relationship, an unhealthy relationship. It's nothing more than a bad behavior with a bad reaction followed by another bad reaction. So somebody's just got to stop either the bad behavior or the bad reaction and we start all over. Oh! Oh, whoa, ah, 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 yo. yep, there you go, right? Tell the story of what you want, not what is, but be grateful for what you have. You see, that's the thing. You got to be grateful for what you have. Tell the story for what you want and things start shifting. But an unhealed mind has an impossible task. That's imp oh, nearly impossible because you always just go right back to the ego. Let's go back. Let's go back. No, you're not good enough. Heather, you'll never get that. You're not good enough. You're not smart enough. You're not talented enough. You're ugly. You're fat. You have a big nose. Your ass is huge. Oh, yeah, I know. He's better. She's better. Oh, yeah. Yep. And that's what you're, you just keep fighting. Feel your way into clarity, to power, to love, to solutions. And give up whatever you need to give up to spend more time in your truth. Okay, that's a hard one. What does that mean? That means you got to give up the toxic relationships. When you're standing in a toxic relationship, you're standing in bad energy and negativity. You're standing in a place where you cannot heal 
unless you find somebody to help you because it will be really hard. And I'm not saying it's me because after today, <laughs> you might say, no, thank you. But here's the reality. I got to give you the reality because I'm not here to keep you stuck in La La Land. La La Land gets you nowhere. La La Land is for Tinkerbell and Peter Pan. They live in La La Land. Only you're not living in Tink's La La Land, okay? You're living in Captain Hook's. And if you're too young to know who that is, I'm so sorry. But, or actually, no, I'm not. You're, you really then better listen because if you don't know who Captain Hook is, that means you have a chance for a really long, great life, right? It's never too late. That's the greatest thing is it's never too late until you take your last breath and go, damn it. Why didn't I listen to Heather? <laughs> I hope you never, ever, ever have to say that. And you shouldn't have to say that. Because you have the higher version of yourself inside you. And it talks, it tries, it tries to talk to you, by the way. It tries to speak to you through your intuition. That's your intuition. It's trying to tell you. But you won't listen to it. You know, your ego speaks over it every every time every time why do you think you get so upset and frustrated you have an inner battle going on shit's ugly in there okay it's a fight you got swords you got weapons bunkers hills and the egos just keep saying dun dun dun, dun charge charge Charge! Take her down! Take her down! And, you know, it's not like the highest part of you is just surrendering. Your inner being, your highest self, your truest self of you doesn't fight. It just knows. It's a knowing. Which leads me to, well, how do you know what's your, you know, you use you, how do you use your intuition? Intuition is not, is a feeling. It's just a knowing. It's not based on an emotion. What becomes, what comes before an emotion? Thought. Thought becomes, then emotion is followed by a thought. When you're using your intuition, it's just a feeling. There's no thought. I can't go into that teaching that right now because we're about done. So how does that work with the drama triangle? Basically, you're saying I'm not playing the game anymore. You're giving up the everything that I just said. Everything I just told you, you're giving up. I'd go back and re-listen to this podcast and get a pen out if I were you. So, thank you for tuning in. You know what? I have so many great freebies. Go to my website, download some freebies. You can book a free consultation with me. Um, to be honest, I, my calendar is insane. You probably won't get it until March, mid-March. But um, yeah, I think I'm up to mid-March. But I'm not taking any new clients on for a little bit. For like, well, where am I at right now? Probably I'm full for till mid-March. But I have so many great things happening. You know, there's so many ways to get more knowledge from me. And, you know, and... Let ask, you know, group courses, the group courses and my signature course is about to come out, which is going to be healing in a group. 
And it's going to be, require vulnerability. It's going to require showing up to group calls. It's going to require, it's going to be, yeah, humongous. My membership program, Conscious Creators, which I'm thinking about renaming because you kind of, it, it doesn't, people don't get how good it is. But it's all about consciously living your life, going from the subconscious reactive living, from which is the, the ego, to consciously creating the life you want. That's why it's called conscious creating. Cre create the life you want. And each month we teach, I teach on a different theme. Actually, I'm going to put the link to conscious creators in the uh, notes here. Oh, that's a glorious membership program. Four lattes a month. No, less. No. Well, yeah, less than three and a half lattes a month. You can be a part of the membership program. And, you know, this February has been self-love. We had Forgiveness was January, uh, setting the intentions and goals was December, October, um, oh, November was, oh my God, the gift of gratitude, that was amazing, October was healing your inner, uh, your toddler inner child and self-acceptance, I mean, each month there's a new theme, click the link for that, I love you, it didn't sound like I do at some of these things, but the only reason I can, I say that, talk the way I do and get really serious with you is because I care. Because I know what's there for you and I know what you're settling for. And I also know how much anxiety you live in, depression you live in. But, which, by the way, depression is, is just another name for sadness. You're, you're extremely sad. That's what you are. And we can heal sadness. And anxiety is fear, fear of the future. We can, hire, we can heal fear of the future. But I can't help anybody that just wants to consistently complain. I can't. I've had clients that just consistently complain and I should have, I don't give up, but at the end of the day, when someone has talked to me for five or six hours and you're still just complaining, that means you really want to just complain. Doesn't happen often. I mean, probably two times and I don't, maybe. And it wasn't, and eventually they came around. But so much, I, I, it's just unbelievable to me. Because it takes just as much effort to be positive as it does negative. But the thing that's stopping you is the belief system, the ego. And anyways, go have a fabulous evening or good night, good morning, wherever you are in your life, wherever you are in your day. I love you. Goodbye.